James chapter 5, verse 13 to 20. <coughs> Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you ill? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. My brothers and sisters, if one of you should wander from the truth, and someone should bring that person back, remember this. Whoever turns a sinner from the error of their way will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. Uh, thank you. So we've come to the end of the book of James. Um, next week we're going to start a sort of new series, just a few weeks, just looking at the goodness of God. And Philip will be preaching next week. And uh, we'll just finish off uh, this very direct, very practical uh, letter in the New Testament. We've been thinking about living out our faith. We've been thinking uh, about not just words, but action as well. Um, <clears throat> when I was growing up, I had action men. Did anyone ever have an action man? Is anyone into? Yes, action man. And uh, I loved action man. One point I saw he, he had eyes that could move. Did you ever have that one? Yeah. Huh? Eagle, eyes. Eagle eyes. You can move his eyes. Um, at one point he did get pants, which was good. And uh, I, they once asked for recommendations, and I wrote to the company and suggested Action Man should have socks. And uh, I actually got a free Action Man as, as a result, which was one of the biggest traumas of my life was coming back from music college and finding that my mum had chucked all my Action Men out. Yes, I know. <coughs> uh, my mum was harsh. Uh, chuck her out, but, you know, I had to learn. So. Uh, but Action Man, he was ready for anything. Action man, any situation he could face, he was there. And uh, a little, you know, something uh, that we could learn from action man. Well, I think James is a bit of an action man. It's all about action. But here, it's about action in terms of prayer. Praying is active. You might think, well, you know, you can pray in the prayer meeting. I, I'm more of an action man. Actually, prayer is active. Prayer is action. <clears throat> we have prayer meetings in this church, and you may or may not be the kind of person to come to a prayer meeting, but we can all be prayerful. Prayer is God's invitation into relationship with him. Prayer is not just reading things out praying by rote formulas. Praying is a dynamic relationship. It's conversation. And who's it for? It's for all of us. It's prayer. Whatever your situation, James says, 
pray. Action men. Had a reflex. Yeah. Ready for action. What about having a prayer reflex? I'm in trouble. What am I going to do? I'm going to pray. I've got a situation. Something's really winding me up. What am I going to do? I'm going to pray. There's a bit of a squeaky board here. You notice that? Maybe we'll move the staging around. I'm happy. I'm going to praise the Lord. If anyone is ill, let them call the elders of the church to come and pray for them. Prayer is for everyone. But why? Why do we pray? Well, it says here, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And then he goes on to cite the example of Elijah. Now, Elijah was one of the big guys in the Old Testament. And you think, well, Elijah's obviously like big time and we're not. But he goes, he's at pains to say, Elijah was a human being just like you and me. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. I want to ask you, who, who is righteous? The Lord is? Jesus, but, but who is righteous? Did you have your hand up? We are, right? 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, it says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us <clears throat> so that So that we could become the righteousness of God. Jesus not only took our sins upon him, he became our sin. Is that, I mean, that is mind-blowing in and of itself. But he did that so that we could not only you know, scrub up and, and look good before God, but that we might become the righteousness of God. You are a righteous person through your faith in Christ, through what Jesus has done on the cross. And what does that mean your prayers are? Powerful and effective. Powerful and effective. Now, do we believe that? Actually, my prayer is powerful and effective. Why? Because I'm made righteous. I am righteous. Now, I'm not self-righteous. I'm righteous through Jesus. But I'm righteous in the eyes of God, and that's all that matters. Does that mean we're perfect? Anybody here perfect? Apart from you, Jonathan. Anybody perfect? <coughs> Apart from my wife. None of us are perfect, right? And James, I love this, because he, he, he's implying, you are righteous, you're just like Elijah, you're righteous, but then he talks about sins. He says, if anyone is sinning, 
Confess your sins. Confess your sins to one another. Pray for each other. Confess your sins to one another. Now, the Catholic Church have set up the, the idea of the confession, and it is good for the soul. What might stop you confessing your sin to someone? Fear. Fear. Yeah. Pride. Someone did someone say shame? Yeah. Embarrassment, judgment, yeah. Sadness. Pride, yeah. All those things, and probably more, might stop us. What will they think of me? I'll be judged. I feel shame, etc., etc. Has anyone ever, <laughs> you don't have to tell me, but you've actually gone to someone and said, you know what, I am sorry. I confess my sin to you. You done that? Did that person really judge you harshly? Most of the time they accept you, don't they? Your wife would say do it again, and she'd be right hands, but that's another story. <laughs> <coughs> Confess your sins to one another. It is good for the soul. Now, you've got to choose your moments. You've got to feel safe, haven't you? you be with someone you trust, perhaps, but confess your sins to one another and pray for each other so that you may be healed. You know, carrying sin that you don't need to carry it's bad for the soul, and it can also have bad effects physically. Sin does affect us physically. Unforgiveness, give you an example. Unforgiveness, what, it can produce physical side effects. All sorts of anxiety, sleepless nights, depression, all sorts of things. And there will be physical side effects. You might have back pain because you haven't forgiven someone. You might, you might not, but I'm just saying, it's all connected, right? Confess your sins to each other. Now, because you're sick, that doesn't mean you've sinned, but sometimes there's a connection. Now, Elijah prayed, and what did he pray? We're told here, he prayed earnestly, and he prayed that it wouldn't rain, and it didn't rain for three and a half years. He then prayed again, and it did rain. Elijah changed the weather. Could you change the weather? Could you change the weather? Through your prayers. You don't believe that. Who believes they could? <laughs> okay. If we say we can't, then probably you won't. It will be a self-fulfilling prophecy. If I say my prayers, oh, no one ever hears my prayers, I'm so rubbish, oh, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like saying no one cares for me, when clearly they do. But you say it enough, you believe it, and it kind of comes, becomes true in a way. Things can become a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Actually, we can pray for the weather. Now, just a word of caution. Elijah wasn't praying for the weather because he wanted to go to the beach and get a suntan. He, <laughs> it was to do with the spiritual condition of the land at the time. There was a spiritual drought. People had turned their backs on God. But if you actually read the account in the book of Kings, Elijah doesn't actually pray. He kind of just proclaims it. He declares it with authority. That's a kind of prayer where we're joining in with heaven and we're declaring something with authority. Why? Because my prayer is powerful and effective. I'm on a journey with this. I haven't got it sorted, right? But, but, but there's a huge invitation here. Now, there's a prayer here for healing. Let them call the elders of the church together to get them to pray 
over the elders which is the overseers of the church it could be elders we do have elders in this church we've got deacons but it could be anybody actually it could be someone who you look to as an elder in the faith they might not be officially it doesn't really matter call someone to pray for you call them to your house and then they will pray and what they'll anoint you with oil biblical practice but they'll also that pray a prayer of faith or pray a prayer offered in faith over you and the, what it says is the prayer will make that person well I played jazz and uh, I've got to a point where you know I just love jazz I'm not ashamed I love jazz and uh, I've heard so much bad jazz I've played so much bad jazz the amount of people who've told me they don't like jazz um, but I feel like I can do no other I just have to play jazz it's what I do so I would say the same about healing I've God's given me a heart for healing and praying for healing but the amount of funny looks I've got mostly from Christians look at me oh getting a bit dodgy there Dan oh I'm not sure about that I've got questions what about all those that don't get healed? Blah, blah, blah. Lots of questions. I've read the books. I've been to the conferences. I've prayed. I've been on mission trips. I've done all sorts. And if I'm totally honest with you, still most people I pray for, I pray for healing, physical, other kinds of healing, and then I don't see much in the way of results. I'm being honest. But I've still got that on my heart. And it's like jazz for me. <laughs> I can do no other. Because I know he's healer. God is healer. God is healer. Now you can go around the houses and you can have your, all your different theories and you can have all your different practices and all the rest of it. I kind of don't care. I've given up caring anymore. I just think the word says let's pray and let's do it. Pray for the sick. If it doesn't happen, I don't know, but I'm going to keep on praying. Faith plays a part. Now I know we get twitchy because we don't want to make someone feel guilty and make them say, oh, you haven't had enough faith, that's why you didn't get healed, we don't want to go down that road. But, if you read the Gospels, if you read this book of James, faith is in the room. Faith plays a part. The sick person has faith because they call the elders of the church to come and pray. They've got faith. The elders of the church have faith. Why? Because... They pray a prayer, pray a prayer of faith. So there's faith in the room. When there wasn't faith in the room, Jesus put those without faith out of the room. Jesus talks a lot about faith. Jesus recognized faith. He recognized the centurion. You know, you know, just say the word and my servant will be healed. You don't even need to come to my house. Jesus is amazed at his faith. Jesus often chastised people for their lack of of faith. Oh, you unbelieving generation. Some people said, I do believe, help me with my unbelief. There was all sorts of levels of faith that Jesus encountered, and he often commented on faith. If you believe, it will be done for you. Ask, and you will receive. Now, I have problems with these texts, because it's, here we go, it seems just kind of too good to be true. It seems too straightforward. And yet, is it in the Word? Is it in the Gospels? Yes, it is. So do I adjust my theology because of my own lack of experience? Or do I try and get myself in line with what Jesus says? Often, 
we want to manage expectations and we say, well, it didn't happen, so therefore we adjust our thinking accordingly. But what happens is we end up with a faith that actually needs no faith at all. I don't really need to have any faith because, well, you know, whatever. I still believe in God, I guess, but I don't really need to have faith. Faith, do you know how it's spelt? R-I-S-K. Risk. Faith is about taking a risk. So, we've heard of two amazing testimonies this morning, haven't we? Incredible testimonies. I thank God for that. And I thank God that God works in his time and in his way. And I didn't see any of that coming. Hallelujah. All glory to God. All glory to God. Let's really thank him. But let's also thank him for the small... I mean, they were big testimonies. And we've got to keep on committing ourselves to our sister and our brother and keep praying for them, haven't we? We're in this together. But you might have a small testimony. Thank God for your small testimonies. Awesome. So God is here. God is so here. And God is so willing to move in power. I can't get away from that as well. I just know he wants to move in power. I just don't want to be the guy that got in the way. By my lack of expectation, by my complacency, by my lack of faith. I'll be honest with you. I, uh, I pray that God will give me eyes to see what he's doing. So Lord, open our eyes this morning. Help us to share the faith of Elijah. To see what you see, Lord that despite ourselves, our prayers are powerful and effective. And that you use little children to bless and move mountains. You use very unexpected situations, Father, and this is what you love to do. You don't work to formula, you work to the agenda of the Holy Spirit. And you are not bound by our rules. We declare you as Lord in this place. So we reject any hype, but we also welcome you, Holy Spirit, to move powerfully. Hallelujah. God is so good. God is amazing. God is wonderful. And so, Lord, help us to develop that re reflex of prayer. A prayer that is just 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 natural natural so I want to encourage you um, if you would like prayer okay we're going to pray in a moment but I, I also just want to say in everyday life so grab someone to pray for them please don't leave it too late my wife is a family law solicitor and often couples come to her or individuals come to her and it's just like if only you'd come like a couple of years ago when you, the signs were, the cracks were starting to form. And it's with prayer as well. You know, um, we don't like to confess our sins. We're worried about what people think. And sometimes we don't like to ask for prayer because someone will think, oh, I've got a terrible secret. Oh, I've got something terribly wrong with No, you might not. You just want someone to pray. It should just be natural. Yeah? Just totally natural. 
Um, I need prayer. I so need prayer. People have prayed for me already this morning. And I've been so blessed by it. So that's, that's, that's it. That's all I've got to say. So um, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll do this. And if no one does it, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Would anyone like prayer for healing? You don't have to say what it's for. It could be healing for something physical or, or, or otherwise. If you'd like to, just where you are, stand up now. Um, okay, great. There are quite a few of us. We can, what's that? Pray for John. Yeah, okay. Now, it's quite a few of us, and we don't want to, uh, you know, those of you around, could you either stretch out your arm or something, or just pray, whatever you're comfortable with, I don't really care, but one or two get around these people as well, and we're just going to pray for them, because remember, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective, and I want us just to declare healing, declare wellness, and pray for our brothers and our sisters, and baby John, okay, so we're just going to spend a few moments doing that. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Let's not make it complicated. We're just praying. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, lay hands on them. When they anoint with oil, they have to lay hands on. And just, uh, there is anointing oil here. But for now, let's just pray for our friends here. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord. Just pray as the Holy Spirit leads you. We're not in a rush here. Just keep praying. Hallelujah. pray for anyone online. In fact, I know I want to pray for Tricia, who's watching online, and I pray we speak healing over you, Tricia, in Jesus' name. We love you, Tricia, and we pray God's blessings. You, he is with you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
thank you to those who've been vulnerable standing up. Thank you to those who've been praying. And keep on praying. And um, it, it, we want to hear good news. So if there's any improvement in your condition or anything and you want to tell us about it, you know we love to hear. So there's no pressure, of course, but um, we always love to hear good news and stories of how God is healing and ongoing healing. So thank you, Jesus. Um, yeah, is it a pain to get a microphone, Alistair? Uh, is that a pain to get just a quick mic? Or what? Do you know what? She can come up. Do you know what? Don't worry, Alistair. She'll come up the front again. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Don't worry. I'll get her up the front. Two seconds. Thank you. Just don't stop praying. Sorry. She, but she's going to be brief. But she just wanted to say something else. Thank you. You know how I nearly forgot to say quite an important thing. I was clear. I also, and I've been sitting there in a terrible state, I forgot to say thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for everybody that prayed for me because I do believe that your prayers were answered. Who else gets that ill and, and okay that quick? So everybody in any group or just in church or anywhere, thank you for praying for me. Thank Bless you. you. Thank Bless you for letting you. me do that. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, mate. That's good. So, you know, at times in the church's history, the healing ministry has been forgotten. Band, if you can come up, that'd be amazing. Um, so the healing ministry has been forgotten, and often prayer gets forgotten. It's often our last resort. Uh, but let's make it our first resort. The people of prayer. It's the biggest privilege we have, and your prayers are powerful and effective. So we're going to worship. invite you to stand if you're able. Well, let's worship. Let's thank God for what he's doing, and uh, give ourselves to him. <laughs>